to the Less Stress Family Podcast, where we believe you are fallible and what you do matters. This is episode 142. I am Justin. And I'm Shauna Wood. How are you, honey? I'm good. How are you today? I am great. We are some of our neighbors shooting guns in the background. So if you hear guns popping, um, hopefully he shoots a coyote because we have lots of coyotes right now that are playing around the yard, which I don't like that. But um, I want to say thank you to everyone out there who's listening. We really appreciate it. I want to give a big shout out to Morgan, who sent us a private message on the Less Stress Family Podcast Facebook page, and just let us know that this was encouraging her, um, which was so encouraging to me. That is the <laughs> the double blessing there. Um, so we appreciate that. We love hearing from listeners, uh, letting us know what's going on in your life, how we can pray for you, that kind of thing. So actually, Morgan's comment stirred all kinds of of thoughts for me. She is currently in the first trimester of a pregnancy and that just triggered so many thoughts for me because I was in that first trimester so many different times and it is hard. Um, You know, every pregnancy, every woman is different, um, but a lot of us just feel terrible that for three months, it's like you can't smell anything or taste anything that settles your stomach and it is just rough And it made me start thinking about, like, why? Why do we even go through that, you know? Um, But as I look at our children, you know, it's like, that was the reward. You know, it's like you go through this whole pregnancy. You go through the whole labor and delivery situation as it is. Everybody's traumatized by it. (laughs) But then you get the prize of this precious life. Um, And so, you know, just thinking about other things in life that it's so easy for us when we can get caught up in the discomfort and not want to continue through to the prize. Mm -hmm. We just want to quit. And I think our society, that's what our society says. Mm -hmm. Our society says, if you're uncomfortable, if this is painful, then just stop doing it. Right. And, and that's kind of the belief that we're told. And you were watching um, a movie video of the Pilgrim's Progress, which is a book, but they have like a kid's cartoon about it. And it talks about, you know, the journey and the difficulty in the road. And what did our five-year-old say? <laughs> I, I was trying to debrief with everybody afterwards. And I was like, what did you learn? And our five-year-old was like, I learned that the road is hard. <laughs> and I thought, that is so profound. Um, because the whole movie is about this man. And it's an allegory for life. You know, it's just a picture of we're all on this journey. And so a lot of times he wasn't doing anything wrong. He was doing the right thing, but he still had difficulties that came up. Right. And if our five-year-old can learn that the road is hard, (laughs) that life is just hard, even if you do, like you say, you do most things right, it's still, there's still an uphill journey that's going to feel like. And our society continues to say, well, just bail out, right? How many people are not getting up and exercising? Even though there's a gym on every corner, it seems like. Or you can just go do push-ups or sit-ups in your own home or go for a walk or, you know, do whatever. And yet our society steers <laughs> steers away from all that. Like, um, what did it say about the grocery stores that all the healthy foods on the end are on the edge of the store, right? Mm-hmm. But like the heart of the store is usually like the stuff that's going to kill you. 
I mean, that's my terminology. But <laughs> but our, our society gears it so that the heart of anything seems to be the easy way out. Takes the easy path. Don't don't push. Don't don't push through it. Don't you know whatever. So there's my little sermon for for the podcast. So I think we could get on a soapbox about how our culture currently says if it's uncomfortable or if you've got to really work at it or grind it out, don't do it. Um, But we're going to spin this in another direction because I want to encourage people that you will win if you don't quit. So I just finished reading a book um, to help me with some just personal development and professional development stuff called Making the First Circle Work. And there's this great quote in it. And he says, I will do today what others will not do. So tomorrow I can do what others cannot do. And I think that that... Why don't you read it again, slowly? Okay, (laughs) slowly. And the author was Randy Gage. I will do today what others will not do. So tomorrow I can do what others cannot do. And I think, you know, I see this in business, I see this among entrepreneurs, you know, just that willingness to go and to grind it out and to put in the hours and to sweat and to, you know, become weary, but to keep going. And then they reach a level of success and other people don't realize the sacrifice that was involved. Yeah. We were just talking to someone we know and shout out to Josh, I guess I'll say his name, but just talking about they do so much work and people don't understand how much work they have th- that they've invested to become successful. And then people get like jealous or I don't know, whatever people say to people who are successful when they feel like they've been left behind and you just got lucky or whatever, you know, but it's not luck. It's just, they didn't quit <laughs> on the hard days. I've seen them when it's like, it's been a hard day. They they come back tomorrow, you know, <laughs> and they don't give up. And so I think the key, I don't know what all we're going to talk about today, but I think the key is you have to have a clear purpose. You have to have a clear why. And there's been sometimes we've been like, why are we have all these kids? <laughs> <laughs> like, what were we thinking? We had such a good life. <laughs> I remember you, on our first one, you were like, we had such a good life. What have we done? <laughs> but, but it's like, if, as long as the purpose is clear, Everything else might change. Your, your application, your your tactics, your schedule, your everything else might change. But as long as your purpose is clear, you can keep moving toward that purpose. And that's, I feel like that's one of the first things you have to have. If you're not going to quit, you have to have a clear purpose. Because if you don't know why you're doing what you're doing, you're not going to last very long doing it. And I think, okay, so two big lies that I think that most people believe currently in our society. One is that if it is uncomfortable and painful, that you must be doing something wrong, so you should quit. And then the second thing is that somehow there's like this magical lottery, and you either were born with it and you're going to succeed, or you weren't born with it and you're not going to succeed. I remember when I lived in Los Angeles in graduate school, and there is such a culture uh, that's image-driven, as no one would be surprised, since that's where you know Hollywood is and all of that kind of thing. Um, but I remember my roommate at the time was becoming an actress and met with her acting coach. And he told her, he was like, you need to be doing this workout every day. You need to be at the gym every day, all this stuff. And he pointed out some 
famous people, some famous female actresses at the time who just looked ripped. I mean, they had like zero body fat almost. I mean, just hardcore. And he said, anybody can look like that. The thing that is different about them is that they have put in the time, they have worked on their diet, and they are doing the exercises. But he was like, I have the expectation that you will look like that. And so that changed her mindset about what was possible, but it had a profound impact on me too, because I was like, whoa, I always thought like they just won the genetic lottery, you know, Um, but it wasn't. He was saying it's out there, but the only way you're going to win is if you don't quit and you have to keep going and keep seeking after that prize. Yeah. And I think part of it, we just can't have it all. That's kind of what, you know, like if you're going to live that way, <laughs> like you can't do certain other things, you know, like you're saying, you have to have a strict diet, you have to have whatever. And so I think for us, our journey has been, okay, what what do we really want and what is our real purpose here? Because society and your friends and everyone else always bring a different agenda. <laughs> you know what I mean? And a lot of times it's just hard to recognize that agenda. I feel like it's just hidden. It's hidden within things and you're like, Real, oh, I get frustrated with this, or I get frustrated with that, but like, what's the real agenda? Oh, that doesn't match with really my purpose in life. And so therefore, I need to discard it or at least become aware that, hey, my friend's projection in life is not my projection in life. Right. So whether you are a business person or you're a parent that has toddlers, or a parent with teenagers, because let's be real, toddlers and teenagers are basically (laughs) like second chapter, same storyline. Or if you've got a physical goal, any of these things, just know that if you don't quit, you will win. So having that really clear picture of what it is that you are going after, you know, we've had different seasons where we've done vision boards and that kind of thing, or I had a picture that I cut out from a magazine on the refrigerator of this property that I wanted, and we just kept that before us, you know, and and it came to pass. It's, you know, the things that we have become super crystal clear on and we keep before us have all happened because once you get really clear on it, you are a lot more likely to be able to focus on that and not the discomfort. Focus on that and not the pain. Focus on that and not how exhausted you are. Right. For a long time, you had that picture cut out. I don't know if some magazine, you're like, hey, I just want a picture of what our new home will be like. This was, what, 10 years ago or something? And it turns out pretty much that picture, the one you were just talking about, when you hold that up, it's almost this time of year and probably in the next couple of weeks, you hold up that picture, it looks like our pond back here. It looks like the tree line almost... Almost exactly. (laughs) You would think (laughs) it's not exactly the same picture, but it's pretty darn close to the same picture. And you had that. How long did you have that vision picture before it ever manifested? It was a long time. Like it actually got lost in a moving box. And then we did another move and I found it. I was like, oh, this is the picture I picked out. And so it was crazy when we held it up to the kitchen window and I was like, this is the exact view out of this window. Right. So... Um, having a clear picture, having a clear purpose about what you're doing, why you're doing what you're doing. But then I think the strategy, the the tactics and strategy of the day-to-day changes. So it's like with 2020 and COVID and everything else, like you have, like you have a purpose in your work that you do. 
well, everything's changed. <laughs> like everything's changed. Everything's had to be relearned, but the purpose and the why have stayed the same. Same thing with our kids in school. Like every year we had someone very wise tell us every year, if you're homeschool, that well, they told us, they said, this is what we do every year. We reevaluate everything at the end of the school year. It was like, did this work well? Do we need to change curriculum? Do we need to put them in public school? Do we need to put them in private school? And I feel like when they told us that, I don't know, I felt like a big burden was off, relief off of me. I was like, okay, we just have to figure this out for the year. <laughs> How many times have we got in the middle of the year and our kids have either like gone through the curriculum that you ordered so fast or really struggle with that curriculum? So we've had to change gears. But the the whole thing is if you didn't, if we quit, it would have been bad. <laughs> But we didn't quit. We just have to find a new way to work around the problems. So I think whatever thing is before you, whatever area it is that's before you, that's uncomfortable and that is maybe painful, just to encourage you that if you keep going, you can win at it. Because I think also, like even in business, I've thought sometimes like, well, I guess it's just not in the cards for me to hit whatever level, you know, but hearing stories about other people and their journeys and their struggles and their failures and then their eventual success because they did not quit. There's only so many ways you can fail. So if you go through all of those, then eventually you're going to get to a win. Um, So anyway, whoever's out there that needs to hear not to quit, this whole podcast has been for you today. Right. And I think the biggest takeaway from not quitting is the character that you develop. Like, if our five-year-old is starting to be like, hey, the road's hard, you just got to suck it up sometimes and move through it. If he learns that at five years old, oh my gosh, the kid's going to take over the world, you know? But that character that you develop, and I, I keep feeling, I was just talking to a friend about this. I feel like that's the one thing that's hard to measure is how much character you've developed through hard times. Because this year has been hard. The past few years have been kind of tough. And not just for me, but for different people, because it's just life, you know? But as you work through your issues, it's amazing how much your inner peace can rise to the surface, I feel like, in my life. Do you feel like inner peace has risen in my life sometimes? (laughs) (laughs) I think that you are on a journey to becoming a better you, and I am on a journey to becoming a better me. And that kind of brings us full circle to the comment that Morgan left on the Facebook page um, in that... You know, the scripture says that children are a blessing. And I am convinced that a large part of that is because they cause so much refinement in us. I mean, you get married, you realize you're a selfish person, you know, because all of a sudden you've got this other this other adult that you're having to compromise with. Messing up your perfect world. (laughs) (laughs) But then if you become a parent, you really realize how selfish you were because now there's this like helpless life form depending (laughs) upon you. and Ruining your sleep. (laughs) (laughs) Ruining your sleep, ruining the ever chance of having a hot meal again. All of these things. But at the end of the day, I mean, there is no doubt that you and I are both way better people because we have gone through this grind of parenthood most days i would say yeah and so i think it kind of the shack the guy who wrote the shack uh paul young talks about how um we all build the shack if you we need to talk about that book some point but um the shack is what we build in our hearts and our lives to try to keep this facade up this fake self up and that when you're in relationships with your wife 
your spouse, your kids, they just end up poking all kinds of holes in this facade of the shack that you are living in. And so God is not scared to come and live in our shack, uh, which he does, and he lives in our mess. But then as other people start poking holes in our world, that's when you can really develop your character. <laughs> and it's not fun. <laughs> but you can't quit. I mean, you don't you don't want to quit. Right. Very cool. So I hope this has been encouraging for you today. You will win if you don't quit. Thank you so much for listening. Please remember that you are valuable and what you do matters. If you would like to have a free planning tool that we have been using in our own home, you're welcome to a copy of that. If you visit lsfpodcast.com, you can put in your name and email and we will shoot that over to you. We would also love to connect with you just like we did with Morgan on Facebook. You can search for the Less Stress Family or you could email us woodfamily at lsfpodcast.com. Blessings. Thank you.